welcome to The Other End of the Hallway, a fun and informative show highlighting local music scene in Rochester, New York. We'll meet the bands, hear the music, and get the news and more. I know you won't want to miss an episode, so please follow or subscribe. All right, so come on, hang out, and enjoy the show. You didn't fuck up or nothing. I know. I went a little fast, though, I think, in one spot. Yes, indeed. Here we are again, and we have a really interesting interview tonight. I'm with Eric, Amber, and Greg from the band The Living Room. We talk about the songs on the EP, as well as the new album that will be out soon, and we also learn a lot about Tuvan throat singing, which Greg happens to have mastered, and he gives us a couple of awesome demonstrations. Now, it might sound a little bizarre at first, but it's something that you don't get to hear very often, and I think we're fortunate that he shared it with us. So let's get right into it. Here's Eric, Amber, and Greg. Greg, you should <laughs> no. take us in with some throat singing. Oh, yeah, do it. Yeah? Yeah. Why not? One element of our music is tube and throat singing. I don't know if that's something you're familiar with. I, I have heard of it. So tube and throat singing is <clears throat> uh, comes from uh, the tradition of like Central Asian folk music. Um, so if you don't know where tuba is, um, if you uh, imagine getting lost uh, in the taiga... In the borderlands between southern Siberia and northern Mongolia. That's right where Tuva is. Okay. It's Central Asia. Um, another way of saying it is it's the farthest you're ever going to get from an ocean because it's like smack dab in, in the middle of the Asian continent. And um, they have uh, part of their music is uh, what's called throat singing or harmonic singing or overtone singing. And there's a lot of um, styles of this from different cultures. Um, around the world, what I do is the Tuvan style, and it's a way of singing uh, two or more uh, notes at the same time. Um, just using, um, you know, different ways of, um, of using your, your, your breathing and your throat muscles and everything like that. Um, so yeah, maybe a quick demonstration. Yeah, that would be yeah. fantastic. Awesome, okay, yeah. What a start um, to the show. <clears throat> so I'm gonna start doing the style of uh, that's called Kargara. There's several different styles, and um, depending on how that goes, I'm going to stay with it or just try something else. <clears throat> and um, a song uh, that's actually a blessing, so it's actually a beautiful way to start. Okay. Traditional in the Tuvan language. <clears throat> Oh, oh, oh. 
Yeah, and so one of the best parts about that is that as transcendent as that shit is, and we do mix it into our songs because Greg has been studying this shit for a long time, and it's great, um, is that when you play it live, because we mostly play small clubs, nobody can fucking hear it which is like it is such a cool part of the thing that we do and it's really hard to like get people to yeah, hear well, we, we might as well just pack up the show now because i don't know how we're going to beat that that uh I, I mean almost sounds like you're playing a didgeridoo without the didgeridoo right is it similar uh, a lot of people say that it, it's similar in that uh it has a very rich timbre or you know, it's a thick texture to to the sound, and and the vibration that it, that it creates is very strong, um, and because of yeah, it's it's you know, there's kind of frequencies all across the spectrum that that are happening. Um, that's I think what people are hearing that's similar to a didgeridoo. Also, uh, didgeridoo is where people do circular breathing, which is just like a continue. The throat singing doesn't do that, but because your throat is constricted it's like very long breaths compared to like normal singing. So that's also these kind of long phrases, I think is also another similarity. I may have seen a guy at Abilene. Um, do you know anyone that does that? Like beside yourself? Currently? I don't, not locally. Not no, no, locally, it wasn't local. No. Um, oh boy. He was a one man band. I can't think of the name. I wish I knew. But he, but he did, he, <clears throat> I think he did that. Cool. Yeah. Now when you do that in, during your show, do you like stop and just do that or is it during a song it's it's part of a song but it's it's very there's only a little guitar going on and then some other vocals so it's not like and eric and i've done it in the past in previous bands where we're doing it with kind of like a full-on eclectic rock band thing and it's like yeah it just gets lost and you know previously we've only done it in a way where it's like here's another kind of added texture in the background we're doing it on our new album where it's much more featured as part of the song, uh, which is really cool. Um, it's also a challenge because um, I've ne- uh, you know I've tried recording this um, several times now and I've never worked with a studio engineer who has any experience whatsoever, right? Or like knows <laughs> Everyone's like what? how to make it sound, how yeah. it's supposed to, sound, you know. <laughs> so it's just like you know, it's always kind of. <laughs> You know, just trying to figure it out as we go. <laughs> so, okay. so before so we ahead, before sorry. we continue, I should say that this is uh, the living room that that's, I'm here with tonight, and we have Greg, Eric, and Amber, um, and it's a large band. You want to tell us about the other guys that couldn't make it? We've got Mr. Frank Ashcraft, who is uh, kind of a journeyman and plays like keys and you know train whistles and yelps and a few other things. Um, we've got Pete Mangtolo plays lead guitar better than anyone I've played lead guitar with before. Nia Shea sings uh, vocals. Uh, our drummer right now is Justin Pliny, who's been filling in for our friend uh, Darren DeWispeler, both of which are great drummers. All right. Uh, oh, I'm Amber. I, I play the saxophone alto currently. Um, and... Uh, the accordion, but rather shittily. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cool. You, you guys definitely have a very uh, unique and interesting sound. Um, so how long has the band been together? So maybe the end of 2019? Is yeah, that when we started? Like that. I think so, right? Because it was pretty much, we had our <clears throat> first 
gig booked for like March or April of 2020 um, at the Rosen Crown, and then it got canceled because of COVID. Um, right. So I think we had probably started playing together maybe, I don't know, like September 2019 yeah, or something like that. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of. That was actually a bug jar show. Oh, was it bug jar? Yeah. Yeah. But that got us to we then pretty quickly thereafter booked time to uh, record some of the songs that we've been playing because thought that we might not be playing them out for a while, so it might be a good idea to just like get them, you know, Mm -hmm. on file to have so that we could like pick it back up when we needed to. And is that the EP that you're? That you have out now, or is it? That was the EP, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, we do have a new album coming out, a full length. Um, that is, uh, it's been ready to come out for a minute. We just got to finalize some things, I suppose. Yeah, cool. Yeah, so the EP, you know, yeah, recorded in, in 2020, you know, during COVID lockdown, released in 2021. It's um, six songs. It's out on all... Um, you know, digital platforms. Uh, it's, it's also there's also vinyl um, available. Um, Is there on our website? Yeah, it's a 45. It's it actually sounds beautiful. It's uh, you know we're um, really happy with how it came out. We'll have those also you know at our show. Um, Shout out to more sound if, recording. Uh, I had to play saxophone with a mask on because it was COVID. So if there are any saxophone <laughs> issues, that's what was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Must have muffled the throat singing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> did you guys start jamming in the living room? Is that how we got the name, or how did that come about? Now, actually, uh, this person right here to my right, uh, Miss C. Amber McAllister, <laughs> um, but I was kicking around ideas for names, and like, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you said something along the lines of like, uh, you know, this is just like live. Like chilling in the living room vibes, like playing music, sitting on the couch in the living room, like based kind of on the, if I recall correctly, and I could have just like rewritten this history in my head. Who knows, right? Um, I feel like based on like some of the songs that I would get this image in my head of uh, from like Amelie, kind of like that very cozy vibe, like that was. the you know exactly the perfect lamps writing lighting the room you know that kind of thing and i think that sort of might have been rolling around in my head with the whole the living room thing um yeah i don't know yeah that makes sense you know especially yeah those you know and i think the new album is really there's more variety to it it's more it's more broad um way more depressing it's <laughs> it takes you to a lot of places it's more depressing it's also more uplifting i would say too. i would say too and, right um, it goes both ways and yeah that early vibe it was it was like that it was very warm it was mellow it was um yeah you know um mildly you know suicidal and stuff like that but, yeah, you know just I, I, I just because it's you know from rochester and you know it's but I, to me, when I listen to that, it feels like I'm listening to, like, middle school, sort of. I don't know. It feels very innocent in a certain way to me compared to the to the new mm-hmm. record. It feels like it has a certain innocence to me now. Well, why don't we uh, play a song and let people hear it and judge for themselves? Okay. All right. You want to play a Strange Religion? Sure. Okay. Let's do it. Some Strange Religion... Put me in, 
the street lamps I'm wearing thin And I still see a ghost Right by my side It's hard to feel free So I stare at the sky Just looking for something To help me pull through Cause the same shit ain't working And my lies are my truths Oh, it goes on forever This midnight never ends Oh, I'm reaching for daylight In the city So that was Strange Religion, and again, I love the uh, 
the vocal harmonies on that that kind of stays throughout the whole album it's 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 really nice <laughs> i feel like that was one of the first ones that maybe you came to the band with but i'm not sure right? i think it was um well i mean there was maybe give your give me your love was a sure. give, me, give me your love yeah. was another one and north's like there was a there was a few songs that I've been sitting on for a while where um I had other bands that I was playing with and those songs uh just for one reason or another didn't quite click with the other bands but I've been hanging on to either the riff or the lyrics or both or whatever. So do I split up the writing duties or is it I write everything initially and then bring it to the band and then um we kind of piecemeal it out from there. All right. Yeah. Yeah, so these songs were all um, written by Eric. He he, you know, comes to us when when he's got a you know guitar and, and vocal part down, and you know sometimes he has other ideas for you know what he wants from the other instruments, or sometimes he doesn't, and you know then everybody else, you know, we just kind of start playing it, and everybody writes their you know own parts on top of you know what's what what Eric's already given us, and we go from there. I just noticed the ugly mug. From Bill Grace, that's a that's a relic. Yeah, I, yeah, older, oh shoot! My right. older brother had that. Oh my god! <laughs> I see one of those forever. But yeah, uh, uh, strange religion. You know, just um, how it builds, and there's those two instrumental parts, and there's there's a guitar break on the first one, and then like the sax on the outro, and like I just think like how Amber played on that, and and the guitar part too, are just really great. Something you said there, like about how the songs you know happen like when eric brings them to everybody you know um you know like you said like he's receptive to revisions that everybody you know agrees on or whatever changes but uh, i've only really i've only been in one other band and in that band you know the 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 person who's like band it was i you know they knew exactly what they wanted you to do you know like you're, you know, sometimes note for note, <laughs> you know. So it, this has been a very different experience for me because Eric comes with this idea and then he's like, all right, like, so here it is. Like, you guys are kind of musicians. You guys are musicians, <laughs> you know, figure it out. Like, right. you know, do the thing, you know. <laughs> so it's been it's been a very different thing for me. Um, I, don't, I don't have, like, a, a musical background growing up or anything. It's something that I just kind of picked up really suddenly. And so going from being told exactly what to do to just having like, here's here's this song, like do the stuff. You know, it's been a very, uh, it's been a unique uh, journey that right. continues. Which you have been doing great at. You know, but I, Sounds it's... like it's working. <laughs> Did you ever listen to the Lobster Quadrille in your time in Rochester band history? I d don't think I have. Okay, this is one of the one of the one of the bigger uh, Rochester bands, probably fifteen years ago. Amber yeah, from like two thousand six to two thousand twelve. Yeah, so yeah. Amber Amber did a lot of the same thing she's doing with us, just in a different. Is that the band you were in? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, you know it's funny. Like um, I was married to Solomon, who created that <laughs> band, and then uh, I met Greg because Greg. Well, Solomon and I split up, but I mean, we're still really good friends. But I met Greg because he was playing in a band with Solomon. Right. Yeah. Or that might be kind of how I met you anyway, I, I think. I think that's how I met you, yeah. Yeah, anyway, it's just kind of funny. We played Dublin. I mean, we played Bug Jar most of all. Oh, Rose and Crown, Montage, Abilene, I don't know. Yeah. You know, everywhere. And we played a lot. We played a lot in Pittsburgh, and we're really hoping to get into... 
we're really hoping to push into Pennsylvania. This is something that we want to try to do yeah. this summer. Uh, we all have, I think, or most of a lot of us have friends in like Pittsburgh or Philly. Uh, try to we're going to try to push into that market fairly soon if we can. Yeah, we have some Ithaca shows coming up too. Oh. So it's like trying to just do the you know natural path of <clears throat> heading south. So um, if, if is this like um, have you been playing out? out of town already a lot or no just, no yeah, this is yeah, all just, just coming up now yeah awesome. we got buffalo on the but like we're just yeah we have a couple yeah, buffalo there. shows we've kind of been playing just in town for like what a year and a half or however long it's been cool time to get regional let's <laughs> get regional baby we're gonna go to state how, how is traveling with uh such a large band y'all like well we haven't jumping done around it around? yet oh, it yeah. Yeah, it's just next weekend or whatever I imagine I imagine it will yeah. will probably end up uh well let's see. I mean it's just a caravan, like we're gonna have to have yeah. like four vehicles, you know. We could do we could get crazy and rent a U Haul, but eh, U-Haul. people are gonna wanna leave at different times. Like all the ve- <laughs> all the vehicles Pete Mangtalo has. Like right. He, you know our our guitar player has yeah. a bevy of cars. He has personalized names Winnebago, for all of them. Pete. Get a Winnebago Pete. Right. <laughs> Winnebago Pete. <laughs> and are you guys all from Rochester originally? <laughs> no. Nobody? I am. I'm, I right. grew up around here. Yeah. No, you were born in court or in uh, Corning. True. I was Get my parents here. were You cannot claim Rochester, Corning boy. No. Okay. Corning That's boy. <laughs> my parents my parents lived in the horse heads when I was born. I was born in the Elmira Hospital. Uh-huh. They moved to Webster when I was like one and a half. Ah, uh, that so, counts then. Yeah. I grew up. We'll, okay. We'll, we'll we'll okay. Yeah. It counts. All right. Um, <laughs> let's play Yellow Bellied. Okay. Another song by The Living Room. Edge, a man hangs from a limb It's been there for a week or more With moldy, sallow skin And the crows pecked his eyes And the bones in his wrist Poking through rotted flesh Hung on fingertips
Okay, so yellow belly. Now that was um, that was almost disturbing, <laughs> but you know, enjoyable but disturbing. Right, but it's got like a pop sensibility. <laughs> so are the lyrics just like come to come into your head, or is it from do you get them from stories in the news, or? Um, I mean, no, you know, honestly, in the past, I've definitely was a, I was obnoxiously political with a lot of writing stuff that I did, but. Um, I was also, I did a lot of uh, writing, uh, creative writing, uh, short stories, poems. That's a big part of my background. So um, with this band, I've kind of just had a theme in my head and I just kind of, uh, I don't know, you know, I just strum an A minor and then I think yeah. about like a, a lyrical idea about death or I don't know, the struggle of just not hanging yourself in the rafters every night. <laughs> and uh, then I just write something about that. And uh, yeah. Are there um, are there literary figures that you would reference if to describe the sound of the band? You know, like how Solomon would always say, oh, Flannery O'Connor, like Southern Gothic writing. Like, that's like, that's what our band is. Like, what would you say? Do you have literary references for the band in addition to musical influences uh you know what i feel like i should but i i i don't okay just yeah. curious i didn't know if i'd ever really ask you that yeah i would say there's something you he's just unique the how what he has to say and how he says it like it's not like oh it's like this writer or it's like this lyricist like it's really just like i've seen a lot of it and it's just he's he's just being eric over there that's the you know that's how i see it well, well that's what that's what makes it yeah uh, a good it, personal it, and, and different i'm kind of curious how do how do you bands uh book dates now i mean you don't have manager or, or do you just call up a club or do they contact you how does that work well they definitely don't Thank you. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, Eric this, does all the booking. This, this, <laughs> some, some, like, uh, yeah, no, we, we've had a couple of places re reach out recently, which has uh, been great. But you know, a lot of it's just still the same old. Re send an email with a link and be like, hey, what do you think? And they're like, hey, it sounds good. I can give you this night. You know, okay. that, that's yeah, part that's of it, it. Part of it is just staying in touch with the other people in town who are in yeah. bands you know yeah, like i think you had, you had did you you had fuzz rod on the show no i have not yet oh you've not okay gotcha i uh, would love know, to though just staying in touch with with people in town and then you know if they're doing some of the legwork then you get to like jump onto their legwork right, occasionally right. and then sometimes they get to jump onto yours so you know is there a, a couple in the band dating or married or something <laughs> yes uh, um, that would be Amber and myself. You're looking at them. Okay, oh, I, yeah. I wasn't sure. I, I saw something on the website. It said uh, a bunch of friends and a couple. Five oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. It does say that. True. <laughs> We're dealing with lovers. Yeah, That's true. Is it ever an issue, or does it work out nice? <laughs> I mean, both. It's like <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there are there are issues life. always between everyone and bands. So just. There's yeah, that. It's always a family. For, for it's, sure. Yeah. It's always a it's a family affair. I it, it's fun like to I, I get to hear these songs as they're being formed, you know. 
and he right. bounces ideas off of me and asks me like what things you know well, which do you like better or like you know every now and then I might get to like contribute part of a lyric or something just like a little ghost in there no she's an of. important she's an but, important part um, of a lot of like the because again I'll sit around for three weeks like with a riff that I'll play like late at night and just like write some lyrics and show her some lyrics and be like, hey, this is kind of the thing I'm thinking of. I feel like, you know, it's a little corny, but it just needs to continue the song to write the next lyric and then we'll go back in and be like, hey, maybe this works. And that's like nice to have. Also, for like the last year and a half, I've been playing on a guitar that uh, I got for $40 um, and it's like a <laughs> rust bucket shit. heat, but has a certain sound to it that has informed a lot of the stuff because uh, I can't even like tune it to standard tuning it won't hold right. the it won't hold the tension so <laughs> there's something there's and also to your question there's something really special about about having that band dynamic with people who you genuinely like you know and when it's a really good night like just having a really fun time playing off of each other on stage and different things like that mm -hmm. and so you can imagine that additionally it's very satisfying to play someone with whom you have like a more intimate relationship yeah sure Okay, let's play another song. Wait. What? What song is it? You got it all queued up? Like this is 100% If you got something you, you want to you wanna play, let what me know. What are you going to play? Give me your love. Mm. Give me your lunch. We like to call give it your give me your lunch. lunch. We've got yeah. food titles for all our songs. Yeah, we do. Um, about food food comes up a lot on this podcast. Every episode. <laughs> I don't know it's because I do it during dinner. Maybe I should move the time. Are you guys hungry? <laughs> Not there was some stomach growling in one one episode. Oh <laughs> no, yeah, this is a perfect song. Like this is great. This it's is okay. Somehow the song that's got the most the uh, most listens on Spotify, right? Because somebody like that, right? put it on a playlist or something like that. Yeah, man, they fucked up our algorithm on that one. <laughs> I didn't I didn't understand Spotify well enough at the time. Yeah, we got we got put on a playlist that was like '90s and zeros top hits. And it's like, just like Britney Spears and like stuff oh my like that. God. Yeah. So like we got like so many views compared to like the normal type of play, like for playlists that people who actually would like our type of music listen uh -huh. to. Um, but then now we're getting recommended to people that will hate us. Uh -huh. and so, so we're never getting list. So the people that you know listen to it for one second and are like the living room is garbage and, <laughs> and, and, and it counts. It's it's fair. Fair. It counts. It's fair. As it counts. But yeah, it counts. But then Spotify jokes like, on more them. people that show. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm sorry. Where the hell were we going? I don't know. Yeah, give me your uh, Give me your lunch. It's a great song. It's a great intro to the yeah from that EP. That was the one that kind of. Um, I think just caught on with the most people and it's it it demonstrates that vibe I think it's just got this the swing to it and this kind of you know mildly dissonant um, but kind of sexy sway to it it's just kind right. of a cool song also I will say with that song like we recorded that super early on just to like not uh, forget it when COVID struck and everything and uh, but the song has grown a lot where I think it's it's different than what you hear in a way that I think it's better it's got yeah. it's quieter at parts and it's a lot louder at parts um, when you play it live you mean yeah okay. it's just like we've I mean when we record it we had that song for like a month you know it's like here's ideas that I don't want to lose 
So you would just record the basic version, and now that we've gotten to like breathe into those songs, it's like and the thing is, we man, were, like we can really lean into this and like feel it, you know. And sure, we record we recorded that EP without ever having even had a live show, yeah. right? And a yeah. lot of how songs kind of you know change and grow is based on based on playing them live, and so we're having this EP, recording this EP before we'd even played anything live it's it's funny because we go back and we listen to them now and they've had a chance to like really develop and and change in in ways that uh, that kind of like i don't know i'd say like deepen them and make them better just as a result of, of playing them out so anyway we're gonna play we haven't played it yet this is give me your love or lunch <laughs> <laughs> give me your love lunch <laughs>
that was Give Me Your Love. Very, very cool song. You guys got any plans for the summer? Playing out a lot? I'm going to stay cool this summer. <laughs> like they told me to in my high school annual. Yeah? Stay cool Stay cool summer. forever. Yeah, I'm going to beat the heat this summer. That's, my, that's one of my plans. Yeah, I don't have any specific plans. Uh, we got a nice two-week chunk off of time from uh, from working at school, and we're probably just going to stay here and play. Do we have any summer shows, though? I mean, what do we... No, we do. We're, we're, we're filming... We doing? Or we're doing a live stream at, at, out of a studio in Syracuse. Um, Ithaca? Ithaca. Interlock. Interlock it. Inter- Whatever. Enter. So, and then somewhere in New York City. <laughs> so what's, what is a live stream? Just to, so I, from what I understand, it, and I, it's pretty cool. I, um, I just, saw some some footage of like Fox Forty Five did it, I think, last year. But it's like a stage with. This is a know, friend like, of Amber's. Yeah, what, um, what, you guys know better. Why don't you uh, the other band I was in years ago, we used to play in Ithaca a lot. We got. Uh, we got somehow like hooked up with a scene there uh, that was largely like metalheads to a certain degree, and we, we were not metal music, um, but no. it was also like a like a kink fest sort of element to it. I don't know, sort of like metal goth kink, whatever. Like these kids in Ithaca like got into that, and um, uh, this guy <laughs> Soraya Soraya Azkath, he has a like, kind of a, a metal show um, called Last Exit Last Exit for the Lost um, that he runs out of Ithaca. And um, he used to come to, to all of our, our shows down there and we would, and, and help us book things in different places and he'd have us on his show and, and different stuff like that. Um, so I, I, I reached out to him whenever we decided that we wanted to, or that after we booked the show in Ithaca to see if he would be interested in, and having us, um, on, on his show possibly. And then he pointed out that he did this thing, um, um, in nearby Interlochen, wherein he had like a live stream of bands performing and they did a whole like video thing of, uh, of all So of something it. I could watch or just listen to? Yeah, watch. Oh, both. Yeah. Yeah. yeah both. And is it like an on-demand thing, or do you have to watch it? Right oh no, it would be on out? YouTube. It'll be oh. it'll be on his YouTube channel. Oh, awesome. uh, Last exit for the lost. Oh, that'd be good yeah. for you. Yeah. Cool. You also have you mentioned the new album coming out. Yeah, so that's going to be out. Um, um, also this summer, um, we're we're actually um, finalizing the artwork uh, this week, and um, we have um, uh, the vinyl production uh, ready to go as soon as, as that's ready, and. Um, from there, we'll be rolling out. There's going to be uh, three singles and then the full album drop. Um, so that'll be uh, late summer. Very good. And I'm glad you're doing the vinyl, too, because I'm a vinyl nut. Oh, yeah. awesome. Yeah. It it looks... I, I wish... We actually have shared the art. I'll, I'll send it to you on Instagram. We've shared the cover art. It looks really cool. It's actually something that Amber and Eric put together. Um, uh, Eric also did the artwork for, for the, the, the EP um, as well. And... Um, their pictures from cheap phones, but you know, <laughs> I, I think it's pretty cool. Did you do the video too? For the yeah, news? yeah. I mean, yeah. I think all the video stuff we've got up is just like yeah. it's it's like a free app thing on my phone that yeah. I just mess with. It looks pretty professional. I mean, it's surprisingly nice. Yeah, it's, it is. Yeah, yeah, it's very cool. Yeah, yeah. I saw it's it. kind of fun to play with. Yeah. Oh, I have a question for you. For who? You. Oh. Um, I mean. So you, this is the third show you've done, right? The third podcast or third or fourth? 
something like that? Uh, we did one, two, three. Okay. Um, why, why us? Oh. Oh, the uh, deep questions. Well, because I, I, I enjoy your music. Yeah, but how did you even find out about it? Um, I was at the uh, little Shop of Horror show. Oh, cool. But, I, but I'm, you know, I, I'm on um, Instagram. I'm not like an Instagram person. Sure. I just I just got it for the podcast. Yeah. But um, just by clicking on one band and yeah, yeah. You, you get, you know, recommended this, 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 and this. And, um, okay. and basically, I, I mean, I throw out invites to everybody okay. and you sure. guys accepted. Sure. <laughs> cool. I like it. I like it very much. Oh, man. Can you edit that part out? <laughs> no, that part needs to be in. That is in. No, that's fine. That's True. great. We did. We did yeah. uh, well, I mean, I, I'm glad. Because we're here, yeah. You sh- it would be cool if you put something on here about uh, that Little Shop of Hoarder show because uh, Monica Lafayette. Yeah. That's not yeah. a real name. I don't know her name. Her first name is Monica. Monica. Monica, who owns Little Shop of Hoarders, is doing that, that rear performance space and that's uh i don't know it's really cool and those things typically don't last more than a year and a half or two Mm -hmm. so you know like how did you find it as a you know concert attendee or what you know the venue yeah it seemed like such a cool like we had so much fun playing there yeah it was actually the second one i went to the first one jazz jazz goons yeah great yeah Yeah, are great i I know i want them on too yeah yeah Yeah, get them well, I'll come heckle them from outside your window. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> so yeah, we had such a good time. We, you know, so we'll go to a mall and yeah, uh, yeah. That was that was cool on you. Um, I like those little. I actually went to another one. Um, it was uh, the Low Spirits. Yeah, and they were playing at um, like a hair salon or some kind of salon. Oh, okay. During the day, and they they just kind of had a little party there for their. Um, I think they were having a single. Uh-huh. release party or something that's um, mike Mayer. yeah 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 that's another another awesome band that there's, there's an old friend of, of mine yeah. is he yeah yeah, yeah we know. even though he's like <laughs> 18 we, years we, younger than me. we, were a kid, we go back a long a ways yeah. <laughs> so i have a friend uh who has got a very promising young upstart film and video uh, company uh, who is going to be shooting a music video with us uh, when he gets back from vacation starting on the 23rd. Uh, it is a loose project, so, uh, you know, the release date is soft. But um, It's a one of your songs? What's that? It's a one of your songs? Yeah, video? so we have three uh, singles that we were talking about uh, dropping off the album. Greg... You want to actually feel this? Because I know there was one of those songs that you were kind of back and forth about. No. Yeah, so (laughs) to name what the singles are? Yeah. 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 (laughs) 11 o'clock is when the drugs kick in. So uh, that's got to be the first single. Um, And then the second (laughs) one is going to be Wedding Dress, which is... um, a cover, which is a Mark Lanigan cover. Oh, okay. Who, who is actually a, a, this is a weird a, for us? An important influence. It is kind of weird. You know, we've I've, we've never gone into the studio to do a pay money to play somebody else's fucking song. We play wow. Eric songs in the studio, but no, we went in and did a cover. Um, it's an awesome song. Uh, the vibe on it feels great. Um, it's the um, bass is amazing. 
It's it's yes. It's you know. I walked into Morrison Studios that day, and for some reason, I had a fat and juicy ass that day. Yeah, and like it, it came onto the record, and like nobody can really deny it at this point. It's, yeah, no, it's part. It of the sounds so no. fat. It's great. People had Amber was like, "Let me squeeze like how juicy <laughs> this bass is right now." Like that's what she said when she heard it. It's not an exact quote. But. Wait. Was that did, was that recorded on the day when we didn't actually have anybody in there doing sound? Oh yeah, I don't know. I think you guys recorded. We recorded. We, we, we got a discount I, the I first two days of the, the studio stop because start button the, for that. Yeah, I think the the <laughs> studio tech who was going to work with us our first <laughs> two awesome. days had COVID, so because this was crazy times where no one was available, uh, they were like, "Listen, do you want to rebook these dates further out or?" I can give you the instructions like over the phone on like how to run the board. There was already, and some you guys can get two days free in a state-of-the-art studio. And we we're wow. like, yeah, we're get definitely going to do that because, yeah, even if we get like you know, uh, half the stuff, it's gonna it's gonna be cool. It's gonna be we're gonna learn some shit. Which is what happened, I think. So is that the, the I, version that we we're gonna get? Yes. Oh, I, awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I yeah. think that I think the, the yeah the the, the, the the tracks were recorded mm-hmm. that day with yeah. the sound tech. I think yeah. they, he had already been able to set the levels or something for you drums and different should, things. We had right. done like the day one day, yeah, with the right, engineer. Right, exactly. And, the, and so it was all but, set uh, up. But I, we did I, actual tracking. Yeah, I don't know anything, but I got to sit at the soundboard and press the, you know, yeah. like, you know the like, you know, the metronome. I just trusted the all start, You know, basically, I made this song happen. No, <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. Oh, I think I just snorted. You did that. Damn it. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, wedding dress, and then the th- the the third single uh, song oh, called boy. "It Was You" is the last track on the album. Hmm. It's a classic slow dance. A classic, classic slow dance. Grab your lover. Grab your lover and, and, by wait, the hands. Is there some murder going on, or is it? There's, 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 I mean, there's, there's not murder, the but there is. Involved. Okay, I yeah, it's not, I would be disappointed if there was something, <laughs> something, something dark going yeah. on. Yeah, it's not that <laughs> much of a departure, <laughs> right? Oh, Actually, so, what, well, might as well play. 11 o'clock is when the drugs kick in. Let's do it. All right.
that song. It's been like three different I names. I know, it's had so many titles. That song is, I'm still getting used to it being called 11 o'clock is when the drugs kick in. I write it as zero to 60, but before that it was called... Uh, I just met- always remember uh, methamphetamine. Oh, methamphetamine. methamphetamine blues. Methamphetamine blues or something. Something. Right. Zero to sixty methamphetamine. Blues. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh. zero to sixty methamphetamine blues. Yeah. Okay. Then we changed it to zero to sixty. Zero to sixty, and then now it's eleven o'clock. Is so now now we've gone lo- uh, loathing Las Vegas. <laughs> loathing Las Vegas. So does your throat singing appear on this album? It is. There is. There's one song. There's a song called Rust Belt that features the the throat singing, and uh, there's that song and another song called Bring You Down that features a, a traditional Cuban instrument, the agil, mm. which is a, which is a bowed instrument. Uh, so yes. it sounds like similar to a cello. You'll probably really be able to notice if you listen to that track uh, called Bring You Down. All right. Yeah. Very cool. Mm-hmm. And then there's a few other tracks that I just do not throat singing, but just regular ass singing as like. Background and oohs and ahs and stuff like that. I think you've you've brought throat singing maybe to a song, at least one more song live that's Mm. not not on recordings, right? Throwaway, yeah. Throwaway, yeah. You've brought it to throwaway. So you've also brought it to uh, the pretty good for a bagel. Oh, pretty good for a failure. Pretty good for a failure. Pretty good for a bagel. Yeah, Yeah. because you do actually pretty good for a failure. Something like that. Um, On North, on the EP, I don't do it live anymore. Um, but there's a little throat singing part on the outro of that song, okay. like on the final 45 seconds. I'll have to listen. It's to low it in the mix, but if you know that, you you might hear. But that's the only spot on the album. But I really wanted to do it on Throwaway, which is what we do live now. That would be the song probably that's the most drastically different how we do it live versus True. how it's recorded. Mm-hmm. Throwaway is uh, is, on is on is on the yeah. EP. Yeah, it's on that EP. Um, but yeah, so we we do actually quite a bit of it live. I'm so. Um, you know, proud to be able to do that. It's something that you're not really going to see a band somewhere else that has like all of the elements that we talked about and throat singing. Now, is that something that takes like years and years to perfect or learn? Is it like a Uh, meditation thing or? It's no, it's just a practice thing, but I, I, I wouldn't say years and years, but years. Okay. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. It sounds it. But. So, Greg just won an award. Yeah, he, Greg that? just won an award at a like, international contest on uh, what mountain range was it in? The... So it was the, um, it was the Hume in the Center of Asia, Asia Festival, which is a festival that they have. Um, they've been doing it every two to four years. It's only the fourth one they've ever done. Where it's kind of a summit. Um, where so for they're... either eight or sixteen years. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Two yes. to four years. Sorry. Yes. I don't know. Yeah, they've been doing it for. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> but it's you know it's where they, you know they invite all throat singers to kind of come and perform and like be judged and awarded. And, and you won best best Tuvan style or Tuvan style. I, I won. Tuvan style. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. So he sounded the most style. authentic. An international. Yeah. Group of competitors. Yeah. yeah. Well, congratulations. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah. And there's. A, I'm working on a performance right now. There's. They're having a throat singing symposium this year, which is like an educational conference that also has like the throat singing performances and judging and all mm-hmm. that. And I was invited to participate um, cool. by yeah. the director of the International Hume Academy, who was one of my teachers. And um, where so would yeah, that be? I'm, that's also in Kazil Tuva, which. I'm I'm going to be submitting a video. It's not advisable to to travel there. 
sure. these days because of the war. Mm-hmm. But um, Ukrainian war, right? Oh. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of tuvins, tuvins that are getting um, sent to Ukraine uh, as well. But um, yeah. but yeah, so I'm I'm in like full on practice mode for that. I'm hoping to um, actually I don't I'm and I'm doing for the first time this year. I it's it's really meant for strictly t- traditional. I'm doing as a tribute to Paul Pena. Yeah, he's the American Earthquake. pioneer of of uh, first thing for Americans. I'm gonna do like a 30, 40 seconds of Delta Blues on the dash floor. So <laughs> to he, round he out did the performance. He did that. Paul Pena. Yeah, yeah. he's the guy that did uh, Big Steve Old General Yeah, yeah. yeah. He wrote that song. Yeah. That yeah. was his song. So you got to see the documentary Genghis Blues, like Genghis Khan. Yeah. Paul Pena, he heard Tuvan music on Wait shortwave a radio. Hold on. Hold this thought. Okay. In 1998, I saw this documentary. Yeah. It was, <laughs> sorry, I'm being a dick. Uh, it was super inspiring, and I show this to Greg, and then I tried to do a tube and throat singing very poorly for a short time, uh, and I really fucked up my voice for a while. And Greg actually caught onto it and studied it correctly, and all this time later is still fucking doing it. Yeah, right. That's how. Yeah, so. Um, you know, this was back in the day. This must have been like 98 or something like that. 99, I don't know. And um, it was back in the days where you make mixtapes for your buddy. That was like an actual tape. And so Eric gave me one that's it's still a classic tape. I still have it. It had like um, Buena Vista Social Club that I was hearing for the first time. It had like some other cool... We were, we were Boomtown both... Rats. Was there any Boomtown Rats no. in there? Oh, no, man. but the first, there was for sure Plastic Nebraska. Oh, yeah. Um, Not interested. <laughs> And um, oh. sorry, but Boomtown Rants is awesome though. Um, yes. And and among all that other stuff, it was the first time I heard Tubin music, which he had some. He had seen this documentary, which is yeah the way to start learning about Tubin music, and yeah that's how I first heard about it. And, you know, fell in love with the music and yeah, showed it to my brother. Uh, you know, and so it was the documentary yeah. on Paul Pena, or just on the so the documentary is is the story of how Paul Pena. Um, learned how to do the singing, taught himself, and ended up going to Tuva and performing and, like, uh, you know, becoming kind of like a, this beloved figure in Tuva and being the first American to ever do anything like that. Okay, because, I, I mean, right. I, I'm kind of familiar yeah. with him, but I didn't know he did that. Yeah, so that's cool. Yeah. That you got to you got to see this movie. Oh, he picked it up on shortwave radio in San Francisco yeah. coming from, like, Mongolia or something, or something yeah. like that, like something yeah. crazy. Yeah. Can I share a, a story that makes me, very short story that makes me look like a dumbass? Um, I was familiar with, well, Mongolian throat singing, and I had been a Tibetan Buddhist for a while, and I was familiar with, like, Tibetan throat singing and stuff like that. <laughs> Whatever Greg would say, and people would say Tufan throat singing. I don't know why. I think I did not know that there was a country called Tufa. And I thought that they were saying tube in throat singing. Tube in throat singing. <laughs> well, now, now, now if you told that, I must confess, I thought he was saying tuba throat singing. Oh. <laughs> that okay. kind of makes sense, actually. Okay. Oh, but yeah. mine doesn't make sense. So, no, right. That no, that's, that's, don't feel bad because there's, uh, you know, I still talk to people all the time who have never heard of this place. So it's Tuva, T-U-V-A. This is what I was saying about this Central Asian place. One of my favorite words um, in Tuvan is the word for squirrel, which is dang. Dang. 
and uh, it's not ding. And so, like in in English, you know, like if if like if I say if I say hot, and if I add another o, it's hoot. It sounds different, right? But in Tuvan, if I say ding, um, and that's can be it's not anything. But if there's two eyes, it doesn't it doesn't sound different. It means you have to say it longer. So oh. it's ding. ding. So that's if you see a squirrel, it's like ding. That's, a, that's what it's like in Japanese. Japanese too. is also that yeah, way. Japanese yeah, Japanese yeah, yeah. is also that the, way. That double vowel, I don't know yeah. what it's called. Yeah, interesting. Well, that's that's yeah. cool um, that you said that because I have a lot of squirrels in my backyard. I like to sit out and watch them. Now, <laughs> now I'm going to be watching the ding. Ding. Ding, <laughs> charash, beautiful squirrel. Yeah. So did you go to Tuva to learn? I this? did. Oh, I did. Wow. Yeah, so. Um, I started out, I was actually, um, I got to just thank my own interest in the occult, the esoteric. Hell yeah. Uh, because um, I was, um, I, I actually was doing a, a, a master's in liberal studies at Nazareth, and, and my course of study was uh, the mystical arts, and I was just exploring kind of every kind of you know, shamanism, magic, tomfoolery, voodoo, anything you can think of that all, just all kinds of ways of like changing your consciousness, you know, drugs, yoga, isolation Santeria. tanks, Santeria for sure. Right. Yeah. And all this kind of stuff. And so, and you know, one day I, I was doing like a runic meditation. I can't, I think I have it down to either one of two runes that I was meditating on, but I was just kind of sitting there and chanting I want to say it was Burkana, the birch tree. Yes. And um, I started just, I, you know, I was just like getting more and more relaxed as I was doing it. And I started make, making that car ground noise by accident, which is um, the vibration of your ventricular folds or your false vocal folds. And I started doing that and I was like, oh my God, I'm, I'm fucking throat singing right now. Mm -hmm. And I was like, all right, let me keep trying to do this. Let me like keep practicing. Let me keep trying to do this. And, um, and I, you know, so I just, every day I was like, okay, I didn't forget. Cool. All right. Let me just keep trying to do it like better and better. And, um, eventually in, in 2006, um, there was a new Tuvan band, the Alash Ensemble that was playing in Ithaca. Mm -hmm. Um, I went there, um, I got to thank my wife for also great. encouraging me to like go and said, you know, she called ahead and it was like, you know, talk to their tour manager, who's now a good buddy of mine, and they're like, yeah, come on, like, we'll give you some lessons, and, you know, I eventually, you know, established a relationship with them, and then it just came, you know, like, I was known as, like, this dude that's trying to do tubin shit, and so any tubin band that came <laughs> through, I would just kind of try to, you know, learn and, and things like that, and uh, in 2019, I went there um, with my brother, uh, Kevin Wilcox, um, and and an, another guy who we didn't know but this german opera singer dude and they had like basically like a band camp and it was like come to tuva we're going to go out into the taiga we're going to camp we're going to live in yurts we're going to teach you about our nomadic way of life and we're going to teach you about our music and so we spent a couple weeks out there you know mm -hmm. um you know just like days drives you know from wi-fi and like paved roads and all that kind of shit and yeah. like they took they taught us man wow that's and after that cool. i started getting good fast and then you know after that i had connections and then during covid lockdown i you know no no musicians were touring or anything so i started just trying to do like zoom lessons and stuff like that from anybody i could and i learned a lot more you know that mm -hmm. way too and now like i'm considered like Kind of good. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's worth mentioning based on what you just said because it does influence 
the writing and uh, sure. the sound that, I mean, you, you mentioned that your interest in the occult and all that. Uh, whenever you were saying that, the first thing that came to my mind is like the Apostle Paul saying like, where there are tongues, they will cease. Uh, you know, about like, you know, like speaking in tongues and them ceasing. And that made me think about just like how all three of us were raised like in hyper-religious like ways. Mm-hmm. Eric and Greg... Uh, both in like kind of an evangelical mm-hmm. like you know evangelical households and I was raised as one of Jehovah's Witnesses so we all have this like really like weird <laughs> like hyper religious background that just like stored yeah. down yeah, yeah that was a big part of it we're carrying some dark little yeah. items That's all. right it's like Tori Amos said she's a recovering Christian right yeah. that sure. kind of thing you know uh I actually love to harp on the throat singing thing. This is great. Because, um, like, what Greg started to learn to do properly with that whole thing was, like, it's a... When I first found it, like, uh, from that documentary, I was just, like, I saw it and I was, like, I'm just going to, like, s- sing with a grovel in my throat and try to, like, split that, like, like thing and do it incorrectly and get those two tones. And uh, it worked for, a, like, a two seconds. But what Greg actually learned to do was to do it the proper way. And like he said, study with all those people. And it's like a physical thing where you have to like actually split your vocal cords and like do things like move your jaw in certain positions. And uh, I even tried a, a ton of the ways to like do it properly. But I did take some lessons from the guy that Greg has been taking lessons from for, from for a while. And I cannot do it. Sounds like, painful. It's... Wow, like it is something, yeah. and like so, uh, yeah, that's it. It's something. It's <laughs> you know, it's like um, for me, it's like I think it's really helped me because it's just something that I just had the passion to fucking. I didn't fucking care, and um, it's going through that. It's made me like so much more willing to learn other things I think because it's like you have to humble yourself so much it's like here I am like I'm like 40 I've been like playing music my whole life and it's like I don't know any fucking thing about this music I don't know it's like you and it's like you you have to sound terrible you know every day for like being willing to over sound a year is important. you know like like you know like the violin is famous for like sounding like so awful when someone's just learning it and like this is that times 10 wow like your family will hate you and everything (laughs) like that you know um but it's like um but it's just like anything that's why i mean that that's how i uh you know i excuse my life on the weekends where it's like oh i just played guitar for six hours today and smoked a bowl (laughs) had some coffee and it's like oh you know actually that was like it's just that there are so many things that you want to be good at that it can be overwhelming. Awesome, yeah. Is there any other dates later in the yeah, summer that we hit? Well, right promote? after this comes out, we we're playing down in Ithaca uh, that weekend. What, right? what, when will that be? The nineteenth. Yes, the nineteenth. Nineteenth at the range. The range in Ithaca. Yeah, with another local band there called the Eighty Sixers. They're like a three-piece uh, Americana folk band. It's called uh, Bruce Hornsby. 
Playing with Bruce Hornsby. No, it's not called that. I don't <laughs> want to mischaracterize them. <laughs> they sound. I no, think I've heard sounds very range. nice. No, I'm I'm making a joke because it's the range. Oh, oh, oh. Bruce Hornsby yes, and the gotcha, range. Gotcha, I'm not gotcha. talking about the band. So <laughs> oh I'm my god. A ding dong, he's not right? performing. He's just the MC right. for the night. <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure. Right. That's hilarious. Um, at the range, not and the range. Yeah, and then after that, what is our next? And then we've got Friday, July eighth. Is that um, live stream in Interlaken? Right, out of town. Yeah, and then we is. got some stuff coming up uh, in like uh, Buffalo and Pittsburgh. We're doing a couple shows uh, over the weekends. Um, like next right. spring. Plus a, re- a live recording thing we're doing yeah. at U of R in September right. um, ish. Hope to get in some local shows. But if you're listening tonight and you're feeling real rambunctious, just drive down to Ithaca and catch us at the range on the commons. It's right over Trader K's, which is my favorite thrift store when I live there, and I still have clothes from like 15 years ago from there. Can I say I never (laughs) knew about Ithaca metalheads, and you know all the times I've been to Ithaca, I just didn't cross. And I, you know, I, my my background is as a metalhead. Is it? Oh, you mean oh, yeah. you mean until like you were speaking about? You and, know, and, and Greg was playing like last exit of Megadeth and Brahms in like ninth grade. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm not kidding; those are like actual like, yeah back to back lessons. Yeah, like, my you know in high school it was all you know thrash metal and gangster rap. That's what it was for me. Yeah. Oh. Megadeth Slayer and classical and music. Classical yeah, music. oh I'm sure playing I'm you know playing on the bass classical music for sure. Like, yeah, Bach. you say that like everyone knows like for sure. Well, on the on the bass, <laughs> play classical music, play, play Brahms, you know, a little the- Tchaikovsky, maybe Rachmaninoff, my favorite yeah. shit on the bass. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, do, you, do, you, do you work some of that into the show? No. That would Class- be awesome. no. No. Why not? Because people like him understand what needs to be there and yeah. what doesn't need to be there. It's not- so it's not about like what you can do. It's about what you He does what's best need for the band do. instead of right? like, showcasing his... Uh, Rachmaninoff prowess. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, this band is not about what I'm doing. You know, this is like... Um, the bass is not the important thing that's happening in this band, you know. I mean, it's good to have there. It's important. But, um, the thing about this band is there's a give and take with, with all. But of it's, I mean, I think you know, I I'm happy with how I contribute this band because it's contribute to this band because um, right. I, I have no sense of timing. All right. Well, <laughs> I think that was pretty good. Okay. okay. Thank you guys for coming. It was uh, it was awesome. It's yeah. fun, and I can't wait. Thank to- you. Whenever I do one, I I can't wait to see him now. You know, I mean, I saw you before, but now it's gonna be even better knowing all this stuff about you. So okay, awesome. Yeah, and if anyone wants to um, find us online, we're uh, the Living Room ROC. So uh, the or the Living Room Rock, the Living Room ROC dot com. That's the same on Facebook, uh, Instagram, or whatever socials um, that you're into. We're probably there. Newly on TikTok. TikTok. <laughs> so yes. submitting to. I don't know what that means. Know, uh, it means we're, it's means we're right. done with the Chinese government. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Or at least my phone is. You guys are cool. After that, two of us spiel and so, so Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. Thanks, uh, thanks for having us. This, this was fun and, you know, uh, interesting conversation. And, yeah, uh, I had a ball. I learned a lot. I wasn't expecting the, the throat singing demonstration. That right. was a Neither was great I. Way Where to the start. fuck did that come from, dude? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I feel like we should close out with a Buddhist prayer. Oh my okay, god. Let me, let me do one more. Let me do one more throw sure. thing before do it. Comes out. I'll do it yeah. another style yeah. to the homemade style. Maybe.
like to say that there's a lot better podcasts out there but you won't get that shit anywhere else but here. <laughs> you are right my friend thanks a lot appreciate it yeah cheers, cheers. that was cool